Welcome to the American Intelligence Media and Aim for Truth, the home of the anonymous patriots. I am your host, Thomas Paine, and I am thrilled to be with you today with this new series of talks that Betsy has titled New World Awakening, in contradistinction, of course, to the New World Order, as I'm sure you can appreciate. And what we're going to talk about is the fact that this theme, revolution, is going to pervade what we have to say today, and it will be connected on to other things that we're going to build into this talk. Now, if we want to talk about revolution, we have to talk about not only a revolution in geopolitics, but a revolution in science and technology, in consciousness and religion, in all aspects of life. Anywhere you look, you're going to see a revolution. Matter of fact, some consider it an apocalyptic moment where there's a war of all against all, one revolution after the next, whether it's the Purple Revolution of George Soros trying to take over Donald Trump, whether it's Donald Trump's second American Revolution counteracting the George Soros Purple Revolution, which I'm sure many of you have heard. So these things are happening in our environment, but what we need to remember is its consciousness that is really evolving. The word revolution means not only to spin around like our planet, but it means to evolve. And it is incumbent upon us to not only put materialistic thoughts out in terms of revolution, but also thoughts that can actually show us that in essence it only takes a few people to accomplish a revolution successfully. So as we look out on the world right now, we see quantum leaps in physics, we see it in mechanics, we see it in computing, we see it in geopolitics, we see it in every aspect of our life there's a revolution. What we need to find out is that we are the dawn bringers. We are the keepers of the future. We are the ones who will decide which revolution we're going to participate in. And remember, it only takes a few people. For instance, it was less than 5% of the people in the 13 colonies that won the American Revolution and brought freedom and democracy to all the rest that were there. Many of them sat back on their laurels and they looked at these colonists and this first American Revolution as a bunch of ragtag, radical conspiracy theorists. They didn't want to buck the system. They didn't want to revolt. They didn't want a revolution. It would have disturbed their lives. That's the condition of modern Americans also. Some just simply ignore the fact that the Democratic National Convention, as we have said again and again, was given $6 billion in the last few elections by George Soros. One person basically bought the Democratic National Party. This is a revolution we're in. So we could point out that George Soros, in multiple color revolutions, starting with the USSR, later Russia, Czechoslovakia, all throughout the world, George Soros has affected color revolutions. But many people have never awakened to that. What we tell them is a shock to them. We show them the history, we show them the facts, and they don't know what to do with that. But we cannot hide, folks. We cannot hide anymore. Our government has been assaulted since immediately after the first American Revolution and through a slow process of erosion has brought us to the point where we needed a second American Revolution to reinstill the ideas that the first American Revolution wanted to put in place but couldn't because they basically took on the onus of the unresolved issue of slavery and the fact that the North and the South were being fought over by imperialistic forces, the forces of the British East India Company and the forces of the Dutch East India Company. So when we say we were in a revolution against King George and the Brits, that's only part of the story. 
The same story happens today. We are still in a revolution against those same imperialistic forces. It's just that we call them corporatism now. We call it globalism. And by that, they are given complete exoneration of any crime they wish to commit, whether it's selling weapons to both sides of the same war or being economic terrorists who capitalize and fleece these very countries that they first provide money to to start a revolution. So revolutions continue to this day. And what we want to talk about is how do you find your way through them? How is it that you know what the battlefield looks like? How is it that you're going to find out who it is that you're battling, who you need to revolt against, who really the forces of negativity and we could even call evil, who they are? People like James Comey, like Robert Mueller, like Henry Kissinger, and on and on, the many bad players that are out there that if you look at their history, you know whose side they're on. And we have done that again and again through our citizens' intelligence reports, and you know whose side you want to be on. If we think about a revolution, we have to think about the revolution in technology, in medicine, in agriculture, energy, in religion, in human rights. In our modern time, we have to look at the revolution that people call the experience and the mood of apocalypse, the war of all against all. People feel assaulted from all directions, whether it's from their own government, from outside governments, whether it's from the IRS, whether it's from your boss at work, whether it's from the vaccines that are being put in your body. No matter where you look, you're going to find that you need to have an understanding that gets you through our apocalyptic time. What we see now is a very sad state of affairs. We hear about things that are no longer human, that take the human out of the equation. So let's just look at each one of these for a moment. And what we need to understand is that when we say the revolution in technology, yes, we can say that there are un unimaginable wonders, can't we? Our iPhones, our computers, satellite technology, GPS, robots, you name it. We have a revolution in technology. But what we miss is who it is that this revolution is turning away from. The tech lords are now being turned on, as you can see. Facebook is losing people. Google, people are choosing other search engines. The Silicon Valley tech lords, the cardboard cutouts that have been put in these positions, we now find out from the beginning that they had evil intent. They knew from the beginning that these technical wonders would in fact create illnesses, social diseases, all kinds of physical illnesses. This is a social experiment gone bad. We just did a talk and some, an intelligence report on how you can antidote these things. But first you have to have consciousness. You have to wake up to the fact that this revolution is going on. Let's take medical revolution. Yes, you can go into the hospital and have surgical procedures, procedures that are absolutely miraculous, and I do not undermine them. But the number one death, according to some people, is iatrogenic death, death by doctor, death by drug, death by a failed surgery. Some consider it, if you look at all the statistics, the number one cause of death in America is doctor-induced. How about vaccines, immunizations? What about the flu shot? What about procedures and side effects of drugs? It's now a common side effect of a drug for suicidal ideation and suicide. It's a common effect for any psychological drug. So you're taking a drug to keep you from being depressed, which a side effect is death. And depression, by the way, is also a side effect of the drug for depression. So where's the war? The war is in your own bloodstream. There is a revolution. Are you going to turn towards those things 
that the rich people, that the elite use, the best organic produce, the best products, the non-poison products, that's what the elite use, but they give the GMO products, products that actually cause sterility, to the rest of us because they hope that the earth depopulates so that they won't have so many people to compete against. So in the medical field, the revolution is happening in our bloodstream. In the agriculture, same kind of thing, Monsanto. Really, why do we allow GMO products? Why do we allow seeds to be made that cannot reproduce other plants? Why do we allow Monsanto Roundup and these poisons in our agriculture? If you look at the studies, you'll find that after a few generations, pigs no longer can reproduce if they eat strictly GMO corn. We are in a fight against tech warlords. We're in a fight against big pharma. We're in a fight against big agriculture, Monsanto and companies like them. But we're also in a fight that we've been in for a long time. We are in a war for high-tech patents, for intellectual property. And who is it that we're warring against? Our own government. The American Patent Office has been turned into a place where they steal patents, not where they protect inventors. We are in a war against big oil companies. We're in a war against big tech companies that stand against innovation in smaller companies. This war, these revolutions, you have to use your own consciousness to decide where you're going to be in this battle. Are you going to enter into this battlefield? And when you do, do you know your enemy? And are you picking your battles carefully? Because there are so many of these, you have to pick them yourself. We could talk about the reason that the quantum leap has happened in human consciousness collectively. It's not only because of the threat of nuclear war, but we have threats of all types of destruction of every element on the face of the earth, including the earth itself. Human destruction, plants, animals, the environment, it's all going on. And for what? For the sake of people who are trying to have their own greed satisfied instead of their own development of consciousness. So if we actually had morality and we brought it into these realms where these revolutions are taking place, if we brought morality into the realm of technology or medicine or energy or human consciousness development, then we would find that it is consciousness that can conquer all of these things. It is only a few people who actually change the course of history. All of history is a series of biographies. It is not a series of events. It is not a series of ideologies, communism, fascism, Marxism. It is about individuals. And that's what we're trying to tell you in every one of our broadcasts. We may paint alarmist pictures that may seem sensational, but they are truthful. And at the end, we always tell you how to antidote them. We have to understand we are in a battle, not just for humanity, but for our own sake, for our own children's sake. So there is a revolution. Which side are you going to be on? Which sanctions need to be put on Britain for what they've done to our country? Because this is just the tip of the iceberg if you've been with us for a while. You know how deep this is. You know how the Crown agents work. The Queen of England and the Privy Council is really behind this.